Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. It is uh, May the 7th, 2018. What are the big headlines in the Forest City, Devin Peacock? Something people should be aware of uh, for anyone who has a smartphone, uh, a tablet, or any sort of mobile device, which is pretty much everyone these days, is in a little over an hour, you are going to be getting a alert. Uh, a test alert because we have a new national alert system in this country and you can tell your family members across the country it's happening later on uh, this week about this alert system so it's going to be for tornadoes it's going to be for potential terror attacks it's going to be for any sort of nuclear missiles nuclear missile a- uh, amber alerts is going to be a, a, something I think will be used for quite frequently so it's going to be a message that comes through on your mobile devices today testing it but in the future if there is an amber alert if there's you know a tornado we saw that it works well down in Hawaii a couple months ago, except the problem was uh, it was human error and there wasn't actually a nuclear missile headed for the island. It yeah. worked a little too well. I can't wait till we all get a text that says nuclear missile incoming. And then 10 minutes later, after everybody's burnt stuff down and ended their lives or whatever, we get another text that says, sorry, <laughs> the Canadian way. Just turn to your wife and say, honey. I never loved you. Oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) It's a false alarm. Whoops. Okay, so if your phone goes off this afternoon, you're not popular. It's just a test of the new warning system. A possible use of it could have been, you know, on Friday when we had all these windstorms coming along, a lot of uh, trees were being knocked over, power's knocked out. Even today, people are still without power, which is crazy to think from Friday afternoon to Friday evening to Monday morning into Monday afternoon, people still without power in the province. A couple of deaths because of the wind. Um, we had a lot of listeners sending us pictures of damage done to property. Trees completely uprooted, trees falling through fences onto houses, crushing cars, patio furniture absolutely destroyed. There was one picture we got. It was out Highway 7, Highway 8. A grain bin was blowing down the highway. <laughs> like a tumbleweed. <laughs> right down the middle of the highway. Crazy. And my favorite, I think, is the listener who sent us a video of a porta potty flying through his front yard. <laughs> That's, That's a terrifying. crappy situation. <laughs> I had someone on my uh, social feed uh, on the Facebook, they posted a picture of a whole like tool shed had blown into their backyard. So we went through the fence and they, w- they looked out. No, there's a new shed in the backyard. Finders keepers. Great rule. If you just got a new tool shed, porta potty, <laughs> not so much. <laughs> Keep on rolling. <laughs> Bus rapid transit is going to be discussed again at City Hall tonight. This uh, could be a long discussion at City Hall tonight because it involves something that everyone cares about, and it's your taxes. So your taxes put, could potentially raise by about 2% because of this. Originally, London, Londoners were told that this will be paid through development charges, not a tax increase. That has changed in terms of the funding formula for that. So that means there's a $12 million hole that could affect about 2% for your taxes if London goes down that hole. And they don't even know if the the rapid transit's going to be able to go on Western property yet. They don't. So the Western Board of Governors has been talking about this with the city for over a year. They still have not endorsed buses on Western property. And if they ultimately don't do that, that means the route has to change slightly. So when they talk about an environmental assessment tonight, which is another part of the debate, 
They need to know whether or not buses are going to be on Western or not, and they don't know that yet. Oh, I'm so sick of this. <laughs> I just want it to be over, and I don't want my taxes to go up. Stormy Daniels, uh, you know her. You had no idea who she was before the scandal, but now that uh, she allegedly had an affair with the President of the United States, she's a household name, so it's okay now <laughs> to admit that, yeah, I've heard of her. <gasps> oh, you mean she, Stephanie Clifford? Oh, she, was, uh, <laughs> she was on Saturday Night Live this past weekend. Come on, Stormy, stop making such a big deal about this. Everyone knows it's just an act. I work in adult films. We're not really known for our acting. Just tell me, what do you need for this to all go away? A resignation. Yeah, right. (laughs) Being president is like doing porn. Once you do it, it's hard to do anything else. I solved North and South Korea. Why can't I solve us? Sorry, Donald. It's too late for that. I know you don't believe in climate change, but a storm's a coming, baby. I've never been so scared and so horny at the same time. From New York, it's Saturday Pretty funny. Poked fun at her own acting, which I think was very justified there, judging by that clip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim, what do you think of Stormy going on Saturday Night Live when she's got this pending... Uh, court case against the President of the United States. Like bus rapid transit, I'm kind of sick of this story because I don't feel like Stormy's much of a victim. I mean, she got her $130,000. She's she's never said she's a victim. Okay, okay, but I think that's the image that's being portrayed a little bit. I th- I, I mean, I'm glad she, her career has had a resurgence. She's going to make hay while the sun shines here. But if I don't see her for a while after this, I'll be happy, I think. You've seen enough of Stormy Daniels? I've seen plenty, Taz. (laughs) Coming up on the 96 take, Marshawn's face lick. Is licking now a thing in the NHL? We'll discuss that. Uh, Ask a lawyer. We had our friends from Cohen Hiley in studio this morning to deal with a case of a pesky neighbor. And we play a game leading up to Mother's Day called Will Your Mom Do It? This is the Taz Show Podcast. Here on the Taz Show, we play a game called Will Your Mom Do It? And if you haven't heard it before, we we put people in awkward situations with their mothers. This is one of our favorite examples from last year. Will your mom do it? Will your mom do it? Will your mom do it? Will she do it? Megan, tell us about your mom. Uh, my mom is, uh, her name is Diana. Um, she is a really wonderful mom. She would do anything for her kids and anything for her grandkids. Um, she supports us with all her heart. So I understand you've got two kids. I do. Uh, you can no longer have children, right? Right. Um, but you, you love kids. You'd love to have another one. So you're going to call and you're going to ask mom if... She would be a surrogate for you and your husband. Now, the catch is you want the baby made the old-fashioned way. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) You know, you don't want to spend money. You've looked at the budget. It costs too much to go to the fertility place. So you were wondering if your mom would be a surrogate for your next child the old-fashioned way. Perfect. (laughs) Do you think your mom would do it? Oh, my God. I don't know. What's your husband's name? His name's Mike. Mike? Is he in shape? <laughs> he is. Okay. He works he, out. Yeah. He looks like Star-Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh. Ooh. 
<laughs> okay, so we're about to call mom here. Just keep it going, make it believable. Hello? Okay. Hi, Mom. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. How's the boys? The boys are good. Good. Hey, listen, Mom. Um, on my drive to work, I was really thinking, um, you know how I really wish we could have that third child? Yeah. Um, well, I saw this story about this uh, grandmother who was a surrogate for her daughter. And I wondered, um, have, would you ever consider doing that for me? A surrogate? Yeah. Well, I'd... <laughs> yes, I would. Oh, Mom. So, like, the fertility stuff is really expensive, though, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm just starting back in my new job and stuff. So, you know, in order to save money, I wondered, instead of having to go through all the fertility things, and I know we'd have to talk about this more, but would you, um, would you consider um, doing it the old-fashioned way? Um, <laughs> I'm not with, sure. <laughs> um, with, with Mike? With Mike. <laughs> that would be a lot to ask. But um, it was the only way. I don't know. <laughs> really? You would consider it? <laughs> he looks like Chris Pratt from Guardians of the Galaxy. Of course she'd do it. <laughs> Mom, we're on the radio. <laughs> Diana, this is uh, Taz and Jim from FM 96. You don't have to have sex with your daughter's husband. We were kidding. <laughs> I love you so much, Mom. Uh, I Thanks for always having too. my back. <laughs> and being a good sport. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, Diana. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Nice. The Taz Show Podcast. If you got a question, ask a lawyer, ask a lawyer. A question about custody or a neighbor. Ask a lawyer, ask a lawyer. Okay, ask a lawyer or a paralegal here. We've got Ian Snedden, partner with Cohen Hiley, joining us. And Emma Sims, she does small claim stuff. She's a paralegal. You can also uh, get in touch with a paralegal. You may not even need a lawyer. CohenHiley.com if you want more details. And Justin has an issue with one of his neighbors. Well, my neighbor isn't crappy. It's her son. And he doesn't live there, but he causes problems throughout the neighborhood he drinks and drives constantly he's come up on the curb of my property trying to get in the driveway while drinking and driving i've contacted the police i've contacted a lawyer i've contacted the uh justice of the peace to try and get that thing started and like no nobody does anything like i've called the cops on them like five times while having him on camera drinking and driving and they don't do anything well, let's ask Emma. Is there anything he can do from uh, your standpoint? Yeah, Justin, has he caused damage to your property? To what extent is that damage? Um, well, he stained my side of the fence when he was staining the fence, which isn't bad. It looks good. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but, he, but he got... That kid, he painted uh, my fence. He accidentally <laughs> shoveled my laneway. No, never, never that, no. But um, he got stained all over the side of my house. Okay. Okay. And it's a, it's a white house. It's red stain. It, it looks like crap. 
And you so, didn't ask him to stain your fence? No, I didn't ask him to stain the fence. But our fence is joined there at our front of the property. So I think he was doing it as a, oh, here, I'm going to stain your fence too. But my fence in the backyard that looks nothing like the fence in my front yard now. Um, that's not even it. Like he, like I have three dogs. My neighbor beside me has three dogs. My neighbor across the street has two dogs. I mean, dogs bark in our neighborhood. My dogs are actually, honestly, the quietest dogs in our neighborhood. That's what and, everybody says. <laughs> no, I know that's what everybody says, but like, it's true. And he will get, because he's not allowed to call the humane people anymore on me for the dogs. He gets people in the neighborhood to call for him. Okay. You two sound uh, sounds like you got a little feud going. Maybe you need to sit down and hammer this out on your own. Oh, I right? tried. I tried offering him a beer the other day to you know, hey, let's hash this out. But he doesn't. He you know, he he drinks and drives constantly. Yeah, maybe not. It. Don't offer the guy who drinks and drives all the time a beer. <laughs> maybe a tea. Yeah. So you well, could you could consider suing him in small claims court if he caused damage to your property. But he well. doesn't live in the house next door. Okay, well, you you could still serve up. If that, he's the one, if he's the one who caused the damage to your property, though, then he's the one responsible. And okay. The, and the other thing that you could do is you could go for a peace bond against him. If you if you're reasonably concerned that he's going to hurt you or harm you, you could go before a justice of the peace and ask for a peace bond so that you know both of you keep the peace against each other. Yeah, that's basically. a good point, Emma. How do you break okay. a peace bond? What what qualifies as breaking the the bond? Yeah, I guess that's a great question. Um, to break a peace bond. So normally it says to, it's, it's fairly general and it says to keep the peace and be of good behavior. But if he approached you or got on your property, then typically, uh, the, he'd be arrested. Or if he somewhat, somewhat like sent somebody on my property, something like that. Potentially, that- potentially. Yeah, it might be, might be an option. Okay. Hmm. Or you can just paint the rest of your fence and try and ignore them. <laughs> Make it all right. he, also, he also built a garden box against it, and it broke one of the posts on my fence in the backyard. He, so. Listen, you God. may escalate things to another level if you get lawyers involved. And it's, it's, It sounds like he's a real inconvenience. The drinking and driving stuff, obviously not great. If you see him drinking and driving, I just keep calling the police exactly. if you're concerned about public safety. But uh, you may want to consider where this is going to take your feud if you start getting lawyers and uh, and the courts involved. Thanks, Justin. Good luck. (laughs) Bye. He built a garden. He does all my gardening for me, but the peppers he grows are like all weird shapes. (laughs) (laughs) He knows I don't like spice. (laughs) But he's got the... (laughs) The oregano is just like... uh... (laughs) It's mild. Very bland. (laughs) Hey, some people's problems, Mm -hmm. right? They're not your problems. You don't know how it affects other people, Jim. I would love for my neighbors to paint my fence, though, (laughs) if they're listening. (laughs) The Taz Show Podcast. Want to see you peacock, your peacock, Devin Peacock peacock, joins us. Time for sports. I want to see you peacock, Licking is now a thing in the NHL, apparently. There's a a huge debate going on in NHL circles after uh, Brad Marchand was uh, caught uh, licking an opponent for the second time in the playoffs. He licked uh, Ryan Callahan over uh, the weekend. This is the second time. The first time he did it was with uh, Leo Komarov. He denied it at the time, but it's, and there was a, there was a, Story then that the NHL gave him a dressing down. The NHL def- uh, refuted that report. NHL, after the Callahan lick, uh, told him to quit it. Otherwise, he would face uh, supplemental uh, discipline. That's what you get, huh? You get to quit it? For <laughs> licking a guy uh, on his upper lip during a hockey game? 
I like I know Jim and I, if things get heated and we're having an argument, we'll settle it with a good old fashioned face lick off. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep we'll take a licking, but we'll keep on ticking after. <laughs> you know, Jim, you, you know, I'll lick you and then you'll lick me. Yeah. And first one to say, okay, you win. <laughs> like that's common. People do that all the time, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But not in hockey. It it pains me to say this, but I think uh, Brad Marchand's uh, getting it a little bit uh, rough this time around. What? He licked a man's face, Dev. So, you know what? In game three of the Capitals-Penguins series, there's video that show, looks like as though Sidney Crosby spat in Evgeny Kuznetsov's face. Hmm. I haven't heard anything about that. So that's, that's as bad, I would say. That's, well... So if we're going I to think talk the lick's about, worse. We're going to talk about that? Brad Marchand, then the we should talk about Sidney Crosby. The lick is worse because you have the tongue is touching the face, so you're getting the saliva plus the bonus tongue. It's two gross things also, instead of just one. It's very intimate. Before the lick, there was a couple punches to Marchand's face by Ryan Callahan. Uh-huh. So no one's talking about you're a hockey to the player. Lick. You're a hockey player. You're expected to get punched every once in a while. After the whistle? You're sure it happens. People don't lick each other's faces. Can you imagine if you walked up to somebody in the workplace here, Dev, and licked their face? You'd be fired immediately. Depends on who I, I lick. Like, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I'd let you do it, Dad. If, if I lick Jim. You would be fired. You can't go around while you're working licking other people's faces. It's uh, sexual harassment. They are paid for what they do, but the ice, I would say, is different than the traditional workplace. And if we're going to start applying those types of terms and norms to the ice, then let's talk about harassment on the ice. Are we going to start having you know bullying on the ice? Beyond what's normally expected. But licking somebody's face is is a new thing, right? And he's done it twice now. So he's an innovator. <laughs> <laughs> he's a trash talk innovator. There is expectations, though. You're not expecting someone to lick your face in the middle of a hockey game. That's crossing a line. It's different. I don't think it crosses a line. Different. I mean, well, you know, he's doing it because it's going to make the other guy so uncomfortable, right? Like, why 100%. else would he do it unless it was crossing a line? He's doing it to get a reaction and hopefully draw a penalty. But if, in terms of like, if you if you face wash a guy or you push someone after the like, in terms of after the whistle activities, sure, licking's the worst I've seen. You don't think there's a difference between somebody hitting you with their hand and licking your face? Someone's got to stand up for Brad Marchand. Oh, my God. Calls are coming in here. Hi. You're on the air. Hi. I'm just listening. Why is Devin defending this guy that licked the other guy's face? That's disgusting. Dev. He should have been thrown out of the game or something. Thrown out of the game? I think. I mean, my whole thing, you got to be consistent with how you treat these incidents. So if you're kicking him out of the game, then you're kicking Sidney Crosby out of the game as well. Well, they're saying Sidney Crosby didn't spit in his face. There's a lot of, well, you know, there's, Brad- there's, it's undeniable Brad Marchand licked two guys at this point. It is, <laughs> it is, there is plausible deniability that Sidney Crosby spit in a guy's face. People wanted vengeance after Marchand uh, licked Komarov the first time and he denied it then. Then there wasn't as much proof as the okay, Callahan. But now there is a pattern of behavior involving tongues and other people's faces. So, and it's like not the cheek; it was like directly his nose and upper lip. 
I wish the, I wish the other guy blew his nose into his tongue because <laughs> he really licked right under his nostrils. It would have been a great opportunity for a farmer. <laughs> Just the one nostril blow. Thanks, man. Hi, FM ninety six. Hey, Todd. You know what? You guys had me laughing so hard, and then you made me think. If the world solved all their problems with the lick off, let's put Putinum and Trump and Kim Young from in a room and have them lick each other and we all watch because we would never allow it to ever happen again and that would solve all the world's peace. All the world leaders in one big lick off. Last person standing is now the king of the planet. Trump, all uh... I can see is Donald Trump. Oh my God, forget it. Anyways, that's how we solve the world's problems. See, he's an innovator. <laughs> Trump getting involved in a lick-off. Wasn't that in the uh, Steele dossier? <laughs> I think he did that in Russia. I think that's what they got against him. He lost the lick-off. <laughs> Thank you. I think Canada would be in trouble in a uh, world leader lick-off. Why is that? The other world leaders, they just go right for Justin Trudeau. <laughs> Who doesn't want to lick that guy? <laughs> I bet he tastes like maple syrup. <laughs> the Taz Show Podcast.